From Chicago, where being windy is nothing new, it's the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. A Medicare podcast that barks up the right tree every time. And now, wondering when his hover car will be ready to buy, it's Medicare expert Doug Jones. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, it's another Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. What an exciting time of day for me to contact all of my listeners and my loyal fans. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for us to impart some Medicare knowledge to you, and I hope that you will be receiving this knowledge in the spirit in which it's intended to be sent, which is sharing. We like to share, and I'm so glad that you're available to share this knowledge with. You might have an encounter with Medicare coming up pretty soon. Many people do that listen to this podcast. If, in fact, that's on your agenda for the near future, I would suggest that you can best prepare yourself by going to barnesandnoble.com or amazon.com to purchase the book Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023. You'll find that that book, within a fairly short reading period, will give you all of the Medicare knowledge that you're going to need to feel completely confident that your Medicare encounter will be successful, that you will be the victor. You will walk away on the other side having conquered Medicare and having acquired ironclad protection against high, unpleasant medical bills. That's the goal here. The book has several different editions uh, for you to choose from. You can choose the uh, paperback, always the most popular. You can choose the Kindle version. That's the least expensive. You can choose the the um, uh, Audible version, which is uh, what my one of my favorite new clients chose because she can't read. She was blind. And so she said that she listened to my Audible book probably 10 times. I would expect that to cause brain damage in some people, but she sounded perfectly fine when I talked to her. So I'm guessing that the Audible book is not going to hurt anybody. And once again, it does convey the information that people need to encounter or to make their encounter with Medicare a successful one. After having consumed the information in the book, you might want to contact me for further insurance protection. Medicare only goes so far. It's a government program. It's not without its flaws, but you can fill those gaps and flaws very uh, in a very cost-effective manner, and I would be the one to help you do that. And it doesn't matter where you live. I'm licensed in every state, and all you have to do is contact me at the um, email address. You're going to find a couple of different places in the book, and we will talk. Eventually, you will have conquered Medicare, and you will have uh, the satisfaction of knowing that nobody can come and take your coverage away if you followed my suggestions, and I hope that you will. So speaking of following my suggestions, I suggested that Randy Carson get a haircut one time, and he actually did it. <laughs> I felt pretty powerful. Look what I can do. I can make people get haircuts. Well, it looks like he's overdue again. Randy, have you been told by people in your house that it's time for a trim? Well, they didn't say that in so many words, but since earlier this week, 
they haven't let me sit down at the supper table. Oh, boy. I had to sit out front and eat my supper all by myself. Well, at least out front you can watch for the Medicare Advantage salesman that might be wandering up yes. and down your street. Yeah. they're Well, they're getting sneakier. I don't know if you remember, but on our last podcast, I mentioned the term ghillie suit. Yes, you did. Okay. Well, some of you may know what a ghillie suit is, and some of you may not know what a ghillie suit is, but I discovered that the Medicare Advantage zombies uh-huh. have now started issuing ghillie suits to the people. So it looks like a bunch of bushes are marching up and down your street yes, in, yes, instead, of, instead of humans. Well, I would say that would be cause for alarm. Well, given we have no bushes nor- there normally, <laughs> when a bush all of a sudden shows up in your front yard, it is concerning. I would agree with that. And uh, frankly, if that bush is armed, uh, then I would consider it uh, time for a little self-defense. Look what I just got. I just shot a bush. (laughs) (laughs) Normally, that's not a good thing, but in this case, it's probably going to save you from a drastically incorrect financial decision because uh, I don't think Medicare Advantage plans are really going to be the right thing for most of our listeners. No, I'm not an expert. I don't even play one on TV, but I agree with you, Doug. Yeah, you've seen them uh, work at work in... uh, unfortunate ways with uh, friends of yours, as I recall. Yes, I have. Well, let's not dwell on the unpleasant. Let us uh, try to stump the Medicare expert, shall we? Are you you ready for another one? Well, I'm never ready. These things are tension producing, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to present myself as a guinea pig. All right. So take a deep breath, breathe out slowly. And here you go. Number 20. Oh, boy. Does Medicare have a network? Medicare has no network. It is completely uh, freedom of choice. When you enroll in Medicare, you can even uh, the thought of a network is antithetical antithetical to the uh, people that run the uh, Medicare program. So if you enroll in Medicare and a Medicare supplement, you'll be able to go see any provider, any doctor, any hospital that you want to. And uh, you will have avoided the networks that Medicare Advantage plans will impose on you. Uh, the the uh, times that this can be really useful might be when you need to see a specialist, for instance. If you're covered by Medicare and a Medicare supplement or a Medigap plan, they're both the same thing, you will be able to go see a specialist at uh, your convenience. In other words, just call up and make an appointment. If you have a Medicare Advantage plan, you have a network, and that network would prevent you, especially if it's an HMO, Medicare Advantage plan, that network would prevent you from seeing the specialist of your choice without getting permission to see the specialist of your choice. And uh, the specialist would have to have permission, I think, basically, to uh, treat you for medically necessary Uh, treatment of disease or injury. So no, Medicare doesn't have a network, but Medicare Advantage plans do have networks. And when you have Medicare and you sign up for Medicare Advantage plans, they take away Medicare from you. And you have nothing but the Medicare Advantage plan, which they will tell you covers the same stuff as Medicare, but it doesn't have to. It only has to be actuarially equivalent to Medicare. So they may have thrown some extras in there, some dental 
benefits and some other kinds of things. They uh, tout those things as being extra things that Medicare doesn't have. But the problem is that they also take away some protections that Medicare does have. So you have to decide, do I want to take a chance or not? Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, that's the answer to the question. And of course, I stretched it out as long as I possibly could. But it was very, it's very useful. And it was a correct answer. It was absolutely the correct answer. I love it when you give the correct answer, because then I don't have to worry about tomorrow's question. (laughs) There you go. Well, I'm glad you didn't need to push that buzzer, that annoying sound that, uh, (laughs) ouch, The, the one that makes my ears bleed. (laughs) Well, the content curator has been hard at work on some interesting content for today. So Randy's going to mute himself out and I'm going to pontificate. I've got a little article here that says how to save on a Part D prescription drug plan. I haven't read this article yet. The curator has. She hasn't told me whether it's accurate, uh, whether it comports with my method of helping people identify the most cost effective, the least costly prescription drug plan that they would have available. So let's see what this article suggests. Once again, how to save on a Part D prescription drug plan. Protection from accelerating drug costs is finally coming to people on Medicare. Thanks to, oh, good. Thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act signed into law by guess who earlier this year. The biggest change for 2023. Yeah, there you go. Bonzo. Bonzo. Didn't Bonzo used to sign it laws also, or was that a different, was that a different monkey? He, (laughs) there there have been several monkeys. Uh, The monkey that's currently signing is probably not named Bonzo, but I remember Bonzo. uh, I think that was a Ronald Reagan movie, if I'm not. Yeah, it was. It was was in one of Ronald Reagan's, one of my favorite movies of Ronald Reagan's. And I really liked Ronald Reagan too, but I also liked Bonzo. Well, I got to go back and watch that movie, and I've got to decide whether I would like Bonzo better than Ronald Reagan. I'm thinking not. I'm thinking that Ronald Reagan redeemed himself ultimately and did more good for mankind than Bonzo would ever be able to do. So this article says the biggest changes for 2023, vaccinations will be free, including the shingles vaccine, and insulin won't cost more than $35 a month. So those are as a result of Joe Biden's vote buying campaigns. That means everybody else is going to be paying for that stuff. But most people aren't going to be too worried about it because they're going to say, well, you know, free stuff. The government owes me. God knows I pay enough in taxes every year. So the new law also keeps the lid on other medication costs because drug makers will be penalized for price hikes that are more than the rate of inflation. Another huge benefit, a $2,000 annual out-of-pocket cost or cap for medications. That doesn't begin until 2025. Uh, Next year, in 2024, the cap will be $3,500. Meanwhile, to really save at the pharmacy, there are still important steps to take during Medicare Open Enrollment, or AEP. That's the period from October 15th to December 7th. First item they suggest is check your present plan or shop for a new one. You may be happy with your existing plan, but because details can change year to year, including the level of coverage for the drugs you take, you need to check your plan against others. Um, the Let's see. Uh, oh, boy. 
quotes somebody with a very long, long title that nobody listening to this podcast will care about. To do this, to check your plan against others, use the comparison tool of the medicare.gov slash plan dash compare. I have tried to get people to do this, and my clients are, uh, they're a bunch of Luddites. Most of them do not want to follow the steps that I've suggested, but I put it in every book. And then, of course, after the book is published, the government comes in and changes the website so that everything I've written in the book sounds like it was written in a different language, because when people look at the screen, it looks completely different. But the whole idea is go to the government website that is at Medicare.gov and start searching their database for the best plan for you. And I have all the steps available for you to do that. But I want to read this article. So skipping that step, looking at the government website to find the best plan for you could cost you money. People who stay on the same plan as last year, as nearly seven in 10 people do, could spend hundreds of dollars extra per year. Another thing to do is to look for preferred pharmacies. It's not enough that a pharmacy accepts your plan. Um, or accepted it last year. In 2021, Consumer Reports conducted a price spot check of five generic drugs. We saved $511 using a pharmacy that one plan listed as preferred compared with another pharmacy that accepted the same plan but wasn't preferred. When using the Medicare.gov tool, other uh, let's see, after you've entered your uh, medications and your zip code. The zip code comes first. The medications are three or four steps in, but this article doesn't uh, state it that way. So after you've used your zip code, your locations, and your medications, uh, you can select up to five pharmacies to compare prices. Look for the green preferred box next to them. You can add or remove stores, pharmacies, to keep comparing or search using the map function. Another item, it says, do you love your local pharmacy? Ask which plans it accepts. Small town drugstores want to keep your business, and they may take the time to help find a low-cost plan that they take for the drugs that you need. Check whether you qualify for Medicare extra help. If your annual income is expected to be below 20000 in this year, 2023, uh, for individuals, um, with assets not including your home, car, life insurance policies, or burial plots, assets not including those things. <laughs> okay, Randy's got his pencil out. He's sharpening the pencil. I should. He said, "Let me slow down while I write this." So, if your assets, in, not including those items that I mentioned, add up to fifteen thousand five hundred and ten dollars or less, you may you may qualify for extra help. Yeah, government programs are simple, aren't they? Simple and easy to use. Let's remember all the rules now. The I want same to trade goes- in my burial plot. I wonder what that's worth. Well, do you have uh, one? Are you going to be planted in the same plot? Because you may be able to dispense with one of your two. Well, you know, I've got them in Ireland, and they're they're twelve inches square. So I'm, oh, they're yeah. going to put a card hat on me and drive me in standing up. <laughs> Well, you know, that's Ireland for you. They're always uh, on the cutting edge of uh, uh, human <laughs> burial. <laughs> ah, I've got a neighbor who, who said to me yesterday, she said, uh, uh, I'm going to take a trip. I've decided to take a trip. We were outside talking. She was driving by in her car. 
And I said, oh, really? Going someplace warm and sunny, are you? And she said, well, it, I'm hoping it's warm. I don't know if it'll be sunny. It's Ireland. What do you think? Warm? <laughs> I said, it'll Let me be ask none of those. Friend. Okay. Okay. It I, won't even I, be warm? It won't be warm. I mean, warm to that. I mean, they're over there jumping up and down like wounded apes saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to die. It's so hot. And it's like 66 degrees. I don't think I'd like Ireland as much as you do. I'm I'm a warm weather kind of guy. I'm telling you, it's, it's you know, the, what was it, you know, like 40 days and 40 nights of raining, you know, when they were, when the, you know, in the Bible, they were building sure. the ark. Yeah, Noah. You know, what they, you know what they call that in Ireland? What do you want now? That was Noah don't, talking to God. You know what they call that in Ireland? I don't know. Summer. So, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> well, I know it's very green there. It must be all the rain they get. It's every okay. day. All I right, let me. Think, you think I'm teasing, don't you? <laughs> I, well, I'm just worried about my neighbor. I don't know that she knows what she's in for. So here's the last item on this list about how to save on a Part D prescription drug plan. Make a call for a free help. Contact Medicare, right? Oh, Jesus. I don't think that was worthy of reading. Uh, I'll tell you what you do is you talk to old Uncle Dougie. I will do the search for you, or better yet, I will give you the tools, the steps that you need to take to do the search yourself. And the search is not complicated at all. If you can go to a website, if you can put in your zip code, and if you can follow a few simple suggestions, then you're going to find that you can actually pick the best plan for you. My clients that have followed my directions and have done this on their own have actually fallen in love with the process. I've got a few people that take a million drugs, and instead of me making a potential mistake and coming up with a plan that costs them more than it should, I've encouraged these people to do the process themselves, going to medicare.gov, and uh, it has worked out well for them. None of them are sorry that I suggested it. So I'm going to tell you right now, get my book, Medicare for the Lazy Man 2023. Go to the chapter about drug plans and you'll find my step-by-step instructions for choosing the best plan for you from that uh, government website database. All right, enough about that. Here's a headline for you. Help! Doctor is not accepting Medicare? Question mark. Wow. You know, I've run into that. I've run into that myself personally. Really? Well, yeah. uh, there's a punchline in there somewhere. I can hear it coming no, down. The there, no, actually, this is a straight up fact. Um, one of my other doctors re- uh, referred me to an oral surgeon. Uh huh. And he's a do- he's an MD. Okay. So if he feels like it, he can take Medicare. Sure. But he said, no, I think I'm worth more than that. So he w- he wouldn't take Medicare. Well, we had a friend named Steve who hasn't contacted me in quite some time, but he had all kinds of trouble with his doctors. And when he turned 65, he went and said, okay, I'm going to go on Medicare now. And they all said, well, screw you. <laughs> We've got enough uh, patients that pay full boat. We don't need to take a Medicare discount. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, so obviously, you know, you and I have talked about this on the podcast several times. It doesn't happen often. doesn't happen right. often, but right. every once in a while, you'll come across a Excuse my French, jerk doctor. Oh, we speak French around here, so that's fine. Could, could, could oh. take. Oh, that's the crickets. Did I you heard hear a cricket? I heard a cricket. Yay! Uh, so every once in a while, you come across a jerk doctor that, even though he or she could take Medicare, won't because he they think they're worth more. Well, 
I'll tell you something. Most doctors probably are worth more. So I like to see doctors making more money and being happier in their work and being highly motivated. I say free enterprise. I don't like this government uh, um, clamping down on the free enterprise system, but it's the system we have. And so my job is to help people deal with the system and get the best out of it that they can for the least amount of cost. So anyway, here is a question about a doctor not accepting Medicare. Now, before I go on with this, I want to say that some of my new clients, every month I have a bunch of new clients, some of them call their doctor's office, wind up talking to a a clerk in the uh, office, and they say, I'm going to get a plan from, hmm, let's say, uh, United American, or I'm going to get a plan from Mutual of Omaha. Do you take that plan? And the people invariably say no. Here's the list of of, um, uh, networks that we accept in the office, and that company isn't in that list of networks, so no, we don't take that plan. That's a huge mistake. What the uh, new client should have asked was, I'm going to be covered by Medicare plus a Medicare supplement. Is that a problem for you? I've got Medicare parts A and B, and I'll have a Medicare supplement. Will you be happy with that coverage? And then in a, in un, always, always they will say yes, assuming the doctor accepts Medicare patients at all. If you've had a doctor that doesn't take Medicare patients, we're going to address that in just a minute. But if you, you're you buying a Medicare supplement, and don't call your doctor and ask, oh, you know, I've got a plan from so-and-so company because they'll say, oh, we're not in their network, so we don't take that plan. You have to say, I have Medicare and a Medicare supplement. Will that be acceptable to cover my bills. And they will say yes in the hugest, vast majority. So we've got a little thing here, doctor not accepting Medicare. This week, I went to see my primary primary care doctor, and his office said that since Medicare is primary on my insurance, I would have to pay up front the complete bill and then be reimbursed by Medicare. His office is a small office, and the paperwork is killing him. Also, He will be retiring soon, so I need to find a new doctor. Can you please tell me what I need to do to submit this doctor's visit and get reimbursed? And the answer is, in these trying healthcare times that we are in because of healthcare reform, some of the smaller medical providers, whether primary care or specialists, are opting out of the Medicare system. They are not accepting Medicare. Now, remember, this this applies to a small percentage of all the doctors out there. Uh, but they are not accepting Medicare as your doctor is doing and will lose and will not bill Medicare for you either. They want you to submit the bill to Medicare and wait to be reimbursed. Did the doctor charge Medicare rates or charge you their rates and want you to be reimbursed from Medicare? Uh, what Medicare will pay? That is what it sounds like to me. I'm hearing through the Medicare grapevine from clients that come into my office This is written by another Medicare specialist. Uh, Anyway, when the clients come into the office for a Medicare consultation, many of the older primary care and Medicare medical providers are retiring. The office paperwork, whether it is for Medicare age patients or under 65 medical claims, is very overwhelming. My advice to the clients who are new to Medicare to begin searching for medical providers that are accepting Medicare, especially when a serious health problem is involved. I have not heard of this type of problem with larger medical offices, especially those who are part of a hospital system. Below are a few tips that uh, tell clients 
uh, which can help you. Before you set the appointment for your medical visit, ask the doctor's office if they are still accepting Medicare. Most importantly, are they accepting new Medicare patients and will that office bill Medicare directly? Number two, if they say no, then you need to decide, do I want to pay out of pocket and get reimbursed for what Medicare pays? Doctors know they are not paid their asking rates. Medicare is not the only plan that discounts the doctor's bills. Group and individual health insurance plans with network providers also discount the doctor's bills. Or, number three, you can look for a doctor or specialist that does take Medicare assignment and will bill Medicare. There are plenty of doctors and healthcare professionals that still accept and bill Medicare and are accepting new Medicare patients, even top in their specific medical field specialists. Even top specialists in their specific medical field still take Medicare. Ask your primary care doctor for more than one doctor or provider that he or she recommends for your specific medical situation. Here's how to file a claim if your doctor doesn't accept Medicare assignment. You may have to pay the complete bill and then submit the claim to Medicare. Look in the Medicare and You handbook, which explains how to submit a claim. Or you can call 800-MEDICARE and ask for uh, a claim form. That's uh, claim form number CMS-1490S. Or go to medicare.gov slash medicare online forms. When you have Medicare on the phone, ask them for help with filing the claim, and they will be happy to assist. Ooh, that sounds a little rosier than I would have expected. When I hear about people that have to call the federal government, I cringe. I share their pain. I don't want them to have to suffer any more than necessary. Randy, I believe I heard those crickets a while back, and I've been yakking for a whole seven minutes after that fact. So probably time for us to fold up our uh, suitcase and head on down the road, huh? Yeah, I've already started pulling up the tent, but there's a couple of things I always like to do, as you know, before we pull up our stakes and uh, head out. One is, is reach out to Doug. He loves to hear from you. And his email address is dbj at mlmmailbag.com. Always remember that Doug is licensed nationwide to help you with your Medicare supplement planning. Check us out on the website at medicareforthelazyman.com. We would also, if you find a way to do it, give us a rating on the podcast and the book because it always helps us to keep in the hunt. We always like to be in the hunt for number one. But more important than any of that, I want to thank you for joining us. You could have been many different places doing many different things, and you weren't. You chose to spend a little bit of time with us on Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast, and we certainly appreciate that. And the time you probably spent, just in case you weren't watching your watch, is you have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy originally from Oklahoma, No more. He's now camped out in the high altitudes behind Cave Creek, Arizona, in his fortress of solitude. And today I am going to put him in at about, oh, I'm going to be nice, 6,500 feet. That's pretty nice. I appreciate that, Randy. And as soon as I get out of this ghillie suit, I'll show my appreciation (laughs) by sharing a Guinness with you. But thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. There's a reason they called it a ghillie suit, because it sounds just like a Guinness suit. 
So I just pictured Gilligan with a sailor cap uh, inside. Oh, well, that. that's, that's, that's true, too. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. We'll look forward to having you join us again next time. Bye-bye.